You're listening to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast, where we talk about faith, friendships, and feature boss women from the Black Girls of Purpose community. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and CEO of Black Girls of Purpose. Hey, Purpose peeps. We are back with the final episode of our Salt and Light series. We kicked off the series with talking about salt and how we can be salt in society. Uh, Just as salt is used for various purposes, so are we within the body of Christ. But in order for us to be used properly, we have to go through some things. In the second week, we talked about shining bright and how that can only be done when we refuse to walk down, down dark paths, when we repent of old ways, and when we commit to being bold enough to share our testimony. And then last week, we went into more detail about the responsibility of sharing our testimony in our homes, on our jobs, and in our communities. We discussed that it was important for us to know that we are able to do that not in and of ourselves, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, who will give give us the words that we need. And we also talked about how it's important for us to know that we can't be rejected by other people, that they're rejecting God ultimately. I cannot believe we are on the last episode for this series, but I'm excited to get into the lesson for this week. Um, We're going to talk about the ultimate purpose of letting our light shine, which is bringing our Father glory. Before we dive into today's lesson, I wanted to invite everyone listening to subscribe to our email list so you can stay up to date on all Black Girls of Purpose happenings. This includes events, promotions, and personal notes from me. You can do that by visiting blackgirlsofpurpose.org join and entering your email address into the form on the screen. Also, follow us on Instagram if you're not already, at Black Girls of Purpose. We share encouraging posts throughout the week, and occasionally we will run social media contests for Black Girls of Purpose goodies. Now that we've got all our housekeeping items out of the way, let's turn to the episode for this week. Our focus scripture for this week comes out of Matthew 5, 16, and it reads, In the same way, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. As I prepared for this study, God had highlighted three people in the Bible for me. He highlighted three people who I felt that he was telling me used their light, not for themselves, but to bring him glory. First, he highlighted John the Baptist, whose light shone purposefully. Then he highlighted Mary, the mother of Jesus, who was empowered by the Holy Spirit to shine her light and do a miraculous thing. And finally, he highlighted Jesus, who did not use his light or his platform for himself, but to bring God glory. Each of these individuals had a story that started in Luke 1, and we're going to specifically look at verses 8 through 33. When his, talking about Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, it happened that he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to enter into the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. At the hour of incense, the whole assembly of the people was praying outside. An angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and overcome with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will name him John. 
There will be joy and delight for you, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and he will never drink wine or beer. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit while still in his mother's womb. He will turn away, or he will turn many of the sons of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the disobedient to the understanding of the righteous, to make ready for the Lord a prepared people. Then we read Mary's story, which starts in verse 26. It says, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Rejoice, favored woman, the Lord is with you. But she was deeply troubled by this statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. Then the angel told her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Now listen, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call his name Jesus. Then jumping to verse 34, she says, How can this be, since I have not been intimate with a man? And the angel replied to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. And then lastly, we see Jesus' story, which is highlighted within Mary's story in verses 31 through 33. And it says, You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. A common thread amongst all three of these stories is that before they were given their tasks, before Jesus, John, or Mary were given their tasks or their good works that they were going to do that were going to bring God's glory, they were given an identity. John was given his name before he was born, and they, in, in the angel even provided regulations of how he was supposed to live like he's not supposed to drink wine or beer saying that he was going to be filled with the holy spirit and then with mary the angel comes to her and calls her favored and i love that even starts with what it says the virgin's name was mary and then when we look at jesus's story it says that he will be named jesus he will be great and he will be called the son of the most high but notice that identity preceded their activity And I think this is such a key piece when it comes to shining our light for God's glory. We have to understand who we are before we can even start to do good works for him. Because if we're doing it kind of how we talked about last week out of our own strength, then we're probably going to look to get applause from it. And I can share um, from my own story that there have been so many things that I know God called me to do, but because my heart wasn't in the right place, he removed those platforms until I got the right perspective that I would need. And I even think about that with Black Girls of Purpose. We started way back in 2016 and I had written the Black Girls Guide to Living on Purpose. I had a workbook. I was doing workshops and I was doing all these things for free. And then um, in 2017, I thought, okay, I think this is the time that God's going to call me to full-time ministry. And so I was going out into communities and I was meeting people and trying to sign up, set up contracts between myself and different sites that we, I thought we could work with for programming. And somewhere along the line, the ministry got lost. And it's like, I lost my identity that I didn't remember. I'm doing this because this is 
a good work that God predestined for me and not because I need money. And this shows our second key for this lesson for this week that we see in the lives of all three people that we're talking about. So we see it in the life of John, we see it in the life of Mary, and we see it in the life of Jesus. And that's that we have to trust God to do the positioning. Over the course of this entire series, we've talked about how we are salt of the earth and we are the light of the world, that a city on a hill cannot be hidden. And that a lamp cannot be put under a basket, but it's put on a lampstand. But if you think about even the, the city on the hill and you think about the lamp, someone else put that city up there. Like there were people who built it. And we talked about this last week or two weeks ago that the builders placed that city there strategically. And same thing on a, with the lamp. A lamp can't put itself on a table. It has to be put on a table by somebody. And so we have to trust God to do the positioning. In the example that I was just giving about my own testimony, I was trying to position myself in certain places. I was like, okay, I'm about to get out here. I'm about to hustle. I'm about to grind. And while that's not necessarily a bad thing, I had to understand if that was not the place that God had for me, then it wasn't going to work no matter what I was doing. And we see in the life of Jesus, John and Mary, they trusted God to do the positioning because at the very beginning of their story, all of them go into some sort of obscurity, like when you see, or before, not not the beginning of their story, but the beginning of their ministry, they go into some sort of obscurity. So with John, he actually goes into the wilderness and is out there until his ministry begins. With Mary, she goes out and hangs out with her cousin Elizabeth while she's pregnant. She's with her for like three months before she actually delivers Jesus. And then even with Jesus, he was tempted in the wilderness before his ministry started. And I think that when we trust God to do the positioning, then it kind of ties back to the hope series we talked about, which is yielding to the process, understanding that he may, may take us different paths that we did not expect. But because he's the one who's supposed to get the glory, then we have to trust that he knows what we need to get out of this. So if we understand that identity precedes activity and we trust God to do the positioning in our life, then we will have everything that we need to do the good works that are going to come along with our ministry. And I love, this kind of ties into the body of Christ and how we all have our diff different gifts. But for these examples that we look at with John, with Mary, and with Jesus, for some people, he's going to call you to be a messenger. And other people are going to be vessels for ministry. And then in the case of Jesus, he was the one who's doing miracles so that people could come to know the Lord. But Again, all of those things are pointing back to God and giving him glory. This shows us the importance of humility. And that makes me think of Romans 12, 3 through 8, which reads, For by the grace given to me, I tell everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he should think. Instead, think sensibly as God has distributed a measure of faith to each one. Now, as we have many parts in one body and all the parts do not have the same function, in the same way, we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. According to the grace given to us, we have different gifts. If prophecy, use it according to the standard of one's faith. If service and service, if teaching and teaching, if exhorting and exhortation, giving with generosity, leading with diligence, showing mercy with cheerfulness. So we all have a unique role to play. And that ties to Philippians 2 and 10, which reads, For you are God's masterpiece, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he predestined beforehand. So if we understand that 
our identity precedes activity, that we have to trust God to do the positioning, then we are going to have everything that we need to fulfill those good works and operate fully in our ministry. Because God continues to lift us up and he builds us up as cities on hills and places us as lamps on lampstands, let us remember that it's not about us, it's all about him. We have to do what scripture says and humble ourselves before the Lord that we may be exalted. Now, right here, y'all, I want to just share an example of how Jesus exemplified this. And that comes from John 6, 14 through 15. It says, when the people saw the sign he had done, they said, this really is the prophet who has come into the world. Therefore, when Jesus knew that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. Y'all, they were about to make him king and he went away to a mountain. That is a picture perfect example of humility. And I share that just kind of as a final piece because in and of ourselves, it's going to be hard to shine our light and then be like, wait, the light's not for me. (laughs) But we have to remember that our example is Christ and not society. So where other people are building platforms for themselves, we're building platforms for our king that we are trying to point everybody back to him and not to our own cells and and you can even get caught up in this in ministry that you're consumed with the number of people who like you on Instagram or you know are 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 sharing your videos on YouTube or whatever the case may be and I think that the way that we're able to keep ourselves in check is just by checking in with God daily I know that that's been really important for me and I also want to just encourage you, if you're afraid to shine, that it also helps maybe that this is ultimately about God's glory. Because I have been in positions where, because of my past, because I feel like I've abused the light, quote unquote, um, I've been kind of been happy to be in obscurity where I'm just like, oh, Lord, I'm just going to serve you back here behind the scenes. And that's not where he wants me. I mean, it may be in different seasons, but if I know that he's called me to evangelize and go out into communities and things, I can't be content to just be in my home. I have to be obedient to the calling that he's given me. So I am hopeful and excited for the weeks ahead. And I hope that you have been blessed by this series. I hope that you have everything that you need to keep shining your light bright and stay salty. As we close, I do want to pray because I always want to pray, right? If you know me. But before I do that, I want to highlight two people groups who are probably listening. So there are people who have listened over the past few weeks and you are a faithful follower of Jesus Christ. They, you know, you are looking to become more and more like him daily. And so this may have been just the boost that you needed to keep shining your light, keep walking in your purpose and living out your ministry. But then there may be a people group who's listening and you have found yourself in the dark place that as we talk about shining this light, you're like, hey, I need the light to be shined on me. And if as you're listening to this podcast, you find yourself in a dark place, I want to let you know that God sees you and he wants to invite you into his marvelous light today. Um, You may be thinking, Bree, I don't know what to do, but I hope that you noticed in this lesson that identity precedes activity. So before he can even give you instructions on what your purpose is, which like I said, our ultimate purpose is to know God and to have others know him. 
But if you're trying to find direction, he's not going to give you that direction before he affirms you in your identity. And going back to the lesson we did a few weeks ago, he calls you chosen. He calls you royalty. First Peter 2 and 9 reads, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you will declare the praises of the one who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. And I think that's what he wants to do today, that he is saying, hey, Tiffany, Susan, Bob, whatever your name is. He's like, I know that you have been in a dark place, but I want to tell you that I see you and that I know you and I'm planning on using this for my glory. But before I can do that, you have to partner up with me. You have to put off your old ways. You have to repent of those things. And then you have to trust that I'm going to bring out something that you would have to see to believe. So if you're ready to do that, then I hope that you'll pray this prayer with me. Father God, we thank you for this day, Lord God. I thank you for this series. I thank you for calling us who are already Christians to be salt and light, Lord. And I thank you for calling those who do not know you yet uh, to become a part of your family. Lord, I just pray for everyone who's in a dark place right now, Lord, that they have looked to the right or the left, that they feel like they don't have an identity. I pray that you would just put your arms around them, Lord God, and say, this is how much you mean to me, that you mean so much to me that I sent my son to die on the cross for your sins, like your word says in John three sixteen. God, I pray for um, just boldness, Lord God, and obedience and saying, God, I don't even know if you're real, but I know I want you to be real to me. And I pray that as that pr- the person who's praying that prayer um, prays that, Lord, I just pray that they would see you in, 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 in incredible ways, Lord, not even just today but all throughout this week i pray that you would make yourself known to them for your word says in jeremiah 29 and 11 if you seek me you will find me if you search for me with all of your heart lord and so i just pray that everyone who's listening will seek you and find you lord um, this week that they would take the action steps that they need to take in order to be used for your glory whether it be joining a church community, whether it be serving in ministry, whether it be going into obscurity for a season so that you can produce the things you need. Lord, I just pray that they would have hearts that are sold out to you and want to be um, used by you in incredible ways. And I just thank you that you're going to do that starting today. Lord, I pray for those who are listening who do know you, God. I just pray for their boldness this week, that they will apply all the things that we've talked about throughout this series, that they will share their testimony, that they will um, get involved in ministry, that they will trust you with the process like everyone has to trust you, Lord, ultimately. And I just pray that um, you will give them the continued guidance in the direction that they need, that if there's something that they need to confess, that you will provide them with accountability so that they can be blameless before you, Lord, and continue to be used in a way that is edifying to you um, and not shaming. And lastly, Lord, I just pray for this podcast. I pray that you would just continue to grow this community. I pray that everything that I do would bring you glory, that if there's anything in me that's not like you, that's not edifying, Lord, that you would remove it and you would remove it immediately. And I just thank you so much for all of the opportunities you give me to to share your word with people who are in need. It's all these things I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
Purpose Peeps, thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode for this week. I want to encourage you, if you're not already, to subscribe to the podcast. We are on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, just to name a few. So as I always say, whether you're team iPhone or team Android, we've got something for you. Uh, Lastly, please, 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 if you did not earlier, join the Black Girls of Purpose community by visiting blackgirlsofpurpose.org slash join. You'll get a series of emails from me, including our free Purpose Pathway Guide that helps you figure out what on earth you're here for. So if you've ever asked that question, what on earth am I here for? What are my gifts? What are my talents? What is my purpose? Then I encourage you to subscribe to our email list and join our Black Girls of Purpose community. As we close out for this week, I do want to share our verse of the week and our song of the week. So our verse of the week is Matthew 5, 16. Therefore, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. And our song for the week is actually one of those uh, Sunday school songs, This Little Light of Mine. It's very catchy, gets stuck in your head. But when I was looking at songs that epitomize this lesson, I really feel like that did it. So go and listen to this little light of mine or sing it to yourself you can youtube it because it has multiple versions but i thought that was the best um song to just kind of capture this series because ultimately everything we're doing is about bringing uh, god glory i want to encourage you if you have not listen to every episode from this series that you go back and listen to the other episodes that you may have missed. Um, Also get plugged into a church body, start serving. And if you've accepted Christ, share your testimony with somebody. You'd be surprised by how many people will come to know Jesus just because you told them about what he did for you. And then if you missed the coupon code for last week to get our Illuminate jersey, you can actually do, uh, you can still get that discount today by going to blackgirlsofpurpose.org slash shop, clicking on the Illuminate jersey, and then typing in coupon code Illuminate, I-L-L-U-M-I-N-A-T-E, and that'll get you a discount on our Black Girls of Purpose Illuminate jersey. So I hope that you have enjoyed this series. I've really enjoyed recording it, and I am excited about what God has next for this ministry. Have a great week. It's never that easy to choose purpose But I would die to my flesh, live a life of worship I'm really, really, really trying to make it into heaven I'm trying to hear him say two words like, well done, done, done.